Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr. This week, I am joined by a 20-year-old musician from just north of Atlanta. Please welcome the absolutely incredible Sammy Shepard. Hello, sir. Hello, how's it going? It's not bad. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. I'm very excited. So tell me, uh, what what is what is out from you right now that uh, everybody should be listening to? So yeah, I, I um I'm pretty new in this, uh, not in the music world. I've been playing since I was a baby, but I'm new in the in the career standpoint. Um, and I don't have anything released yet, but I have my first single coming out May 22nd, and that song is going to be called All I Need, and I'm very excited about it. Um, it's just a production I made all by myself down in my basement. Um, bass, drums, piano, guitar, electric guitar, singing. And then I produced it and I engineered it a good bit. And then it's just a project that is 100% me. So I'm very excited to to start releasing it because I got a whole album on the way. So if uh, you could collaborate with any musician living or dead, who would it be? Collaborate? If I could collaborate with anyone, give me one step for me. Think about that. I would have to say, I mean, I think I'd be, I'd be silly not to go for, you know, a, a dead musician in this regard. So... For this question, at least. So I think I'll go with John Lennon or George Harrison or maybe. Yeah, I, I'll stick there. I'll stick with one of the Beatles. That are nice. So describe your sound using only one word. OK. Hmm. It, I would have to say adventurous. Um, well, no, I would I would leave adventurous up to describing how I feel about it because it's been such a journey. I think the word for the sound maybe would be pretty. <laughs> maybe right. soft or enjoyable. Uh, so tell me who is an artist that if they popped into the Zoom right now and said, Sammy, you've got to come on tour with me right this minute. Who are you dropping everything for? Uh, dropping everything for John Mayer for sure. Um, I mean, he's just been 
my influence in songwriting mainly and guitar, of course. Um, and I, I'd, I'd love to, if I could, you know, just hang out with him for a minute, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I'd also love to tour with like, uh, Corey Wong, all those, all those guitar people that are so big right now. I think that hanging out with them would be the most fun because of, of the conversations we could have regarding, you know, older music that they reference a lot that I love or just the way that they play, because I think it's very similar to what I've started to play like because of how much I love them. So. Hello there. I, I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favorite subscription only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up. If uh, you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? <laughs> um, well, and as as I'm sure you know, and as everybody in this industry knows, TikTok has been a blessing and a curse. Uh, you know, there's I once heard someone say, I can't remember who it was, but it was a good quote um, that in this in today's music industry, there's less big pieces of the pie to go around, but there's more small pieces of the pie for more people. So less people are making it to the big stardom of, you know, multimillionaire um famous celebrity musicians and more people are making it to, you know, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year doing what I love and I'm living a good life playing music. So I think that is the good part about TikTok in the new music industry. But the question of what I would change, I wish that you didn't necessarily have to go that route because there are some people that are, are not great at social media and, it just kind of is a handicap to some people that are, are very talented musicians that, you know, sometimes I am scrolling through a social and I come across a video with 50 likes of someone that's just brilliant. Um, but it's a poorly edited video or a poorly shot video. And it's just very sad that there's a lot of talent that gets unrecognized due to not having as much talent in other areas. What's a, what's a venue that you'd give anything to play? I think that a good way for me to think about this is in, in steps. So ask me that a year ago, I would tell you I'd love to play at Eddie's Attic in some sort. And tonight I'm actually doing an open mic at Eddie's Attic. So 
um, you know, I've reached that one. So I think next is I'd love to play out of the state. You know, let's say that's next. What do you think is uh, your worst habit during the songwriting process? Tangents. Um, it's, well, again, though, I, I got to credit a lot of my songs to tangents, though, because I'll be sitting there writing and I'll play a wrong note or something and I'll go, wait a second. No, I mean, where does that go? And then I'll catch myself 10 minutes later. I haven't added anything to the song in a while. I've just kind of been playing, messing around. But then maybe 30 minutes later, I go and think, so where do I go next? And then I think about the tangent I was just on and, oh, I'll throw that in there, you know? <laughs> so my worst habit is falling into those rabbit holes and, and going away from what I'm focusing on because sometimes I never get it back, but sometimes I do get it back. So describe your music using only colors and shapes. Okay. The, uh, so this, this, EP I have coming out in October is going to be, um, I think it's pretty diverse because I've tried to put a lot of, you know, it, it's always hard for you to describe what your sound is to people. Um, and when people ask me what genre my music is and everything, I, I always freeze up and try to think of what to say, but there just really isn't a way to describe it. So I think with shapes and colors, I'd go with a pretty blue, a green maybe you know, some more pretty colors, but then also throw in a black and a brown for some of the more interesting instrumentalist stuff that I do. Cause that's where I, that's where I focus on my artistry is, is in instruments. Um, because I, I grew up on jazz and I love just instruments and stuff. So I think for colors, those, and then shapes, I'd say circle. Um, <laughs> It's a good question. Circle. And then a triangle is just coming to my mind for some reason, but I'm not sure how to explain that one. <laughs> what's a uh, what's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Okay. Um, so I, I told you I have a song coming out May 22nd called All I Need. I think that song might be a good song for a soundtrack of a movie for like, that one's a little more upbeat faster kind of feel good um so like for a movie about like a summer movie or something like that um and then i have another song coming out in a month that's i actually wrote it one time when i picked up a guitar that was in a new tuning that i hadn't done before i was before i even played guitar really um and i just started kind of messing around on it and it's probably my favorite thing i've ever written it's so it's kind of eerie and dark and but also pretty at the same time. So I think that would, would fit in a good drama movie, maybe. That's what comes to mind. From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast, Your Life, the Mixtape and Headliners comes Your Life, the Mixtape magazine, a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. So this uh, next question is kind of a uh, choose your own adventure type thing. I've got uh, three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews. And I will let you pick the one that you would like to answer uh, in this case. 
So your choices are who are your influences, what got you started in music, or what is your creative process like? Okay, I'll, I'll go with uh, my start since I've I've dug into the influences a little bit already. Um, when I was around three or four, well, first off, my my grandpa was the was a trumpet player in the Buddy Rich band. Um, and my grandma was a beautiful singer. And then my father is a, it was a drummer in a jazz band, a fusion jazz band. Um, and he's also a bass player. So music runs pretty heavily in my family. Um, and so ever since I can remember, I mean, there's not a day that goes by that there isn't music in the house from my dad, uh, you know, all the greats and everything. And so I thank him for that, for giving me such a good foundation of, of influences. And so around four, four years old, he, he put a bass in my hands and I started beginning to play electric bass. And from there I moved to piano. Uh, I started playing drums. Um, he taught me three chords on guitar, uh, G, C, and D. So I could play a song for my elementary school graduation when I was in second grade. And I did really well. So from second on to fifth until I graduated from elementary school, I would play at all the elementary school graduations. And then in middle school, I started playing again for the school. Uh, and I got to high school. I started, I was the drum captain in the marching band and the bass player and the drum kit player in the jazz band. Um, and then I stopped after sophomore year, pretty much everything, all music in general. Uh, and I started focusing on school. I wanted to be a politician. Uh, and I got to college and then I just, you know, every day I would, there's two things to do where I went to college and it was drink or stay at home. And so I stayed at home and I played guitar every day and I, you know, five or six hours a day, I, I realized that this is, this has always been what it was. So I, I made the choice to move home and I, ever since then I've been doing it full time. I made the, uh, right then that was about a year ago around this time I decided I was going to make an album and the date, has been set so i'm very proud of myself do you i uh, consider yourself an artist or an entertainer artist by choice uh entertainer by by not force but by force <laughs> you know <laughs> the business makes you come out of your shell a little bit and be an entertainer so I, i'm still working on that aspect of it i play um 15 shows a month at the moment oh wow yeah three to four a week um just around the area uh, and it's starting to pick up a lot more too. So I, I'm, I'm a forced entertainer because I do it a lot, but it, I do it so much that I, I'm starting to love it. So what is uh, the moment since you, you decided to do music full time? What's the moment that you're most proud of? Okay. Well, I will, I think May 22nd will be it. <laughs> um so far but not including that up to this point uh when i got back my so i was engineering and producing and everything for these singles and these this album that i'm working on and then i decided for this single i, I was going to send it in and get it mixed uh professionally by a guy i know he just took it a couple steps further for me and when i got it back i i was very very um proud and and just a little bit emotional that that I made that, you know, 
and no matter what happens with it now, you know, I can always take it with me that I, I made it out of nothing. So I'm very proud of that. And then maybe just a show, one or two shows every now and then. I had a show Saturday for a festival uh, that was an originals show. So that was pretty cool. If you could start over from the minute that your dad put the bass in your hand, would you do anything differently? Um, yeah, I, I would probably... Well, I wouldn't have taken that break, probably. Um, and it wasn't a full break. I mean, I was playing just as some side money. I was playing two shows a month. Um, but if I would have just kept at it as much as I do it now since then, I would be interested to see where I would be at. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you got to see the other side of it where I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for that break. So. Um, but yeah, I think I would just practice more. Yeah. At a young. So I tell the folks listening at home and all over the world, uh, where they can, uh, keep track of you, where they can, if you know, you've got any shows coming up or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, well, for anybody in the, the Oakwood, Northeast Georgia, Gainesville area, I play three to four shows a week all around Gainesville, Oakwood, Fire Branch, Buford, Lawrenceville, Swanee, bleeding into the Atlanta area a little bit now, starting to. And you can find me on Instagram at Sammy underscore Shepherd Music, S-H-E-P-A-R-D Music. Um, and on there, I post all my shows. I post music releases. I post all that stuff. And then from there, there's a link tree to TikTok, all that stuff. Um, and then you definitely want to Keep your eyes peeled for the May 22nd release date. That's all I need is the name of that song. And then next month, I have another release coming for the next single called Don't Say Goodbye. And then in September, October, November area, just towards the end of the year, um, I'll have an album, you know, a full, full band album, fully recorded, produced. I mean, the whole nine yards out around the end of the year. Well, Sammy, thank you so much for uh, taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about you and your music and your upcoming projects. I, I am I'm quite excited for uh, the new album. Me too. Thank you so much for having me on. It it was a pleasure. This is my first time doing one of these. And thanks for listening to Headliners. We'll be back next week with an all new episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the show, visit us at www.yourlifemixtape.com. Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rodwarton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved. <laughs>